We're back, episode 81, Cutler Cast. Man, this mic is really loud. Here, is that okay? Or? Yeah. Okay. There you go. And uh, we're ready? Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Yep. All right, so we're back, episode 81, Cutler Cast. And we're still in our crazy transformation fit for 50 right now. Getting the uh, getting well underway. We're coming up to six weeks this weekend, which I'm... Uh, do you in look any groove, different? In the groove. Do you look any yeah, different? I mean, they said last time, here, put the camera on my arms. How do they look? Bigger arms. It's like synthol. <laughs> no, you can do it again. You can see like a double split there in the left. Yeah, yeah look at that. Yeah, the, uh, you know, I started kicking it up this week. I actually, I'm doing something that I did kind of for 04 Arnold where I never did this for any other contest, including 09 or some of these other ones. Remember, I'm not a huge advocate of cardio strictly to get in shape yeah mostly time it's manipulation of food but for the first time ever i'm not trying to be massive and lose weight so i've been doing fasted cardio and i bumped it up to one full hour in the morning so i never did that i always did 45 minutes because i usually did step mill for that long and it would just beat my body down like crazy so i'm doing one full hour so i'm riding bike um you know i'm using the woodway treadmill which is really soft and then I might do stairs. I've split it up that hour doing different types of cardio because, mm-hmm. you know, the question that people ask all the time is like, what is my heart rate supposed to be at? I've never measured my heart rate ever mm-hmm. since I've never taken that. Mine I mean, doesn't get high. I, I was noticing this morning, I actually grabbed the thing when I did cardio this morning. It was at like 105. Yeah, but I don't think it's that's accurate. I don't think I don't yeah. think the calories are accurate. I don't think yeah. everyone's metabolism is different. It really yeah. depends on what what kind of your body's into, right? At that point, but we're at six weeks, so this is now six weeks that I've been actually committed to preparing for my challenge, mm-hmm. and I expect the next three weeks to be the the biggest transformation of the whole time. So over the night, because I just started bumping up this full hour, it makes a huge difference. So, and then at night I do 30 minutes, like, like at 10 or 11 at night, I've been walking outside last night, I did legs late. So I actually did cardio at the gym. Uh, so ideally I'm hitting metabolism in the morning, training sometime during the day and doing another session of cardio at night, hour and a half of cardio a day. Is your, while well, since you're doing more cardio, are you upping the food more or are you cutting it down? I'm, I'm not cutting the food, so I'm still eating carbs up until meal five uh, at least. Meal six, usually I'm just having straight protein, whether it's egg whites, a protein shake. Um, I actually had some trifecta fish this week. so uh, But I am keeping the carbs in every single meal. and I'm, My protein is not super high, eight ounces of meat every meal. Mm-hmm. So... Not really sure. I'm just kind of measuring carbohydrates, protein, keeping the fats a little lower. But I can't say I'm fully, like we talked on the phone this morning and I was finishing cardio and you were like, I know you're not in it like you were when I was training for Olympias because obviously it's contracts yeah. and big prize and everything else. You know, I'll still eat out. Like we went to Joe's the other night and I had a salad, which probably did, had little dressing on it, whatever else. I think it had some feta cheese on it also. Uh, so I'm not being as strict as I normally would for a contest, but you know I am making progress. So we'll see how. How do you? you know, how uh, do you? I'm releasing today. Actually, uh, when are we launching this? I'll probably launch this tomorrow morning. So yeah. today, the YouTube is launching from when we just posed at seven weeks at the gym. So people get to see a little sneak peek of that. What do you? So compare back to when you 
we're competing. And right now, what would you say the biggest difference is how you were then when you were doing it professionally and how you're doing it now? You're not doing it for your living, but you're, you're still taking it serious. Like, what, what are the big differences? Well, the big differences is I was trying to get to a place um, to be the best in the, in the world at a certain point once, once I hit Coleman and on second place. So uh, if I go back to, like, you know, teen nationals, I, you know, I was trying to really make Chris Aceto proud because he trained me for free. You know, go to the nationals, win a pro card, you know, get into the pros, qualify for the Olympia, win a pro show. Like all those things were kind of important. And then, of course, land contracts. Um, so the dependence for a long time, which isn't necessarily a case today, and you like to talk about this, the contracts were dependent on your placings at the contest yes. because that yes. was the only real judge because the only outside visibility you had from a contest placing was a magazine exposure, which you had to look good and be photogenic and be used for the books. And, you know, fortunately I was one of those people. So that was my, my ability plus to be able to travel and to greet fans and be, you know, a person that can kind of communicate with fans, right? Okay. Uh, so if I would look back and say, I'm not, I, I would actually, uh, to, to put into the best terms so people would understand, I'm a bit lazier than what I was then. Maybe, you know, at 49, your drive is a lot different than it was at 29. I was trying to get to a certain level. Mm -hmm. I feel like I've gotten to that level, not to say I'm complacent, but I'm still trying to be the best at 49 or turning 50 than, you know, winning the Olympia or whatever else. When I was younger, I realized that I'm up against certain things. And, you know, unfortunately, I, I did a lot of outrageous things to get to those le like food amounts and mm -hmm. crazy car tra training sessions and cardio. I mean, I'd be in the gym laying on the floor after workouts. Yeah. I'd sit in my car and kind of have to like... Oh, and catch myself and my nervous system was so beat up. So the difference is now is I'm not pushing beyond that. I go in the gym and I still train and I'm still really focused on what I do. But I'm one thing I can honestly say is I'm very, um, I'm very goal orientated each day or week with like certain things that I jot down or like where I want my body to be. Like I said, I know in three weeks my body's going to, change dramatically, dramatically because once you add that one hour cardio believe it or not guys like i was doing 30 minutes 40 minutes that extra 20 minutes 10 minutes beyond 40 it makes a big difference when you're too leaning down and you're doing fasted cardio and that's one of those things i always got lean doing fasted cardio now i know some of the critics come and say oh it doesn't work or it's not good or it just really helps. Remember, my whole goal is metabolism. So that means trying to create my body heat, getting, getting my metabolism rolling so it allows me, like you just asked the question, to be able to eat. So, you know, can someone get ripped eating pizzas and drinking beers? I, if you, I have, if you if have a crazy, crazy metabolism, metabolism, you there can, are people out there, yes. right? But the problem is, is to maintain a certain amount of size yeah. and get lean at the same time. So Here's a tough question. So back when you were competing, your placement mattered for you financially. What if the roles were reversed for you 
and when you are competing where your placement didn't matter. And, and I tell people who compete this all the time, your placement means nothing because the people that make the most money don't compete. What, how would you be if that didn't matter? It did matter. It, it, it changed for me, and I'm going to tell you why. Okay. So I won the Nationals in 96, and I was offered a contract from Joe Weider. I was offered the year prior. I up signing the deal in the like end of 96. I won in October, pro card Nationals. I was 23. So I signed, at the time, one-year contracts. So every year you had to prove yourself in order to get a renewal for a certain amount of money. And I did that all the way up until 2000. Okay. I moved to California in 99, won the, won the night of champions in 2000, qualified for the Olympia, uh, and got, uh, eighth at the Olympia that okay. year. Okay. Okay. During that time, just before the Olympia was around that September, October mark, I left Weeder, who was demanding of placings. The contract literally said you have to be qualified for the Olympia. You have to compete in these shows. Yep. Um, you have to do photo shoots. I exited that deal. I signed with a company called ISS Research, which eventually became Oh Yeah and I think I think the bar. Yeah. Uh, and that contract was not based on me competing. It was about me traveling and building the brand. Building the brand, yeah. Shaking hands, being at places, representing the brand, being Jay Cutler. And that's what I did. So I switched and became a personality or that type of person that went and did the meet and greets and yeah. did stores. I did it all. And instead of staying home and training – all the time I stayed on the road and I traveled and I networked. Why, why do you think it is, and, and this, is, this is something I've witnessed, a lot of the guys now do not want to travel. They turn stuff down, they don't want to travel. And, and I've heard, and I've spoke to different people, they're like, well, you know, I got this going on, this going on, this going on, and I always tell them, like, you realize Jay and Ronnie traveled 30 yeah, weekends it's, out of it's, here. Because it's different, you know, like, number one, travel was not as easy as was back then i mean we're talking before 9 11 you know all these these trips uh we didn't have media so like we were paid mm -hmm. better contracts than the guys right now staying sure. home so they need to create their own revenue streams by being coaches or doing social media or having deals that allow them to make money with tiktok snapchat instagram youtube facebook whatever it is right so their focus has now shifted to that instead of being on the road and doing the meet and greets because now I feel that back then the only place you could go to see these guys and see someone that was featured in magazines was at expos or yeah. big events. If you notice now, you can flick through it media and, and it's almost more on. important for – you know, I mean, it's, it's like Hottie Chupin, Mr. Olympia. How's he going to travel doing events? He can't. He can't, yeah, he can't he come here. Out. Yeah. Someone like Nick, you know, we Nick, Nick doesn't like to travel, right? He'd rather stay home and train. He's very driven. He's on his media every day doing his YouTube yeah. and promoting that way. Some people just have 
yeah. ways they want to do it. Phil, I, I Phil traveled some, but I feel he didn't maybe do as much as I did. He didn't do as much as you, but, but he, he still did. A good did he did a good amount, but I think now it's yeah. transitioned where the guys necessarily don't have to travel as much. Now it's it's just it's up to the person. Yeah. I still think face-to-face contract contact is still really important for people. I think that you know, meeting someone, it's a lot different from following someone on social media. And yeah. when you can spend one minute with a fan that waits in a line for, you know, an hour, two, three, five, whatever it is, or sit in a room and be in, on a stage or, or be able to be on a mic and maybe answer a question or someone sitting next to them, the eyeballs go your direction. It means a lot more than of course. just watching on social media, if that makes sense. I think, I think that. But that's my opinion. Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, there's... In, 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 I did it, Ronnie did it, just because we did it. Everyone's an individual. Like, they don't, they're going to choose their own path. I feel like, look at how, what Hunter does. Hunter, who he would you say... He travels a good amount. He's one of the more traveled guys, right? Yes, yes, yes. I, I, one thing I've noticed, I just, I pay attention to the numbers. And the guys that traveled a lot throughout the years have sustained success for many years after they're done, like the Sean Rays and the Kevin Lavronis and the Flex Wheelers and you and Ronnie, you guys still have longer lines than the guys now. And a lot of times it's, I think it's because you did 20 years on the road all over the world, all you guys did, and you met people and guess what? 20 years later, they want to see you again, but now they got their 12 year old kid and they tell the story of you and then they get to see you in person. And I think that helps. I think I think I think where some of us were trapped in a time that it puts us in I hate to use this term but this legendary or iconic mm-hmm. period. Yeah. The big question is is today today's competitors let's just go the last 5 years. Okay. And see where they are in 15 years. Yeah. If they're going to have relevancy like some of the iconic members we're talking about now. Like, where is Hunter going to be in those days? Where is, uh, you know, Nick Walker? Like, yeah. all, I'm going to, I'm just going to throw a good names. Comparison that, because, right like, the, these are the top guys right now. Where's Hottie Chupin? I mean, he can't really travel. So let's say, uh, like, Samson, where is he going to? Because I'm going to look at, like, today's top five or, you know, Rami. Is Rami going to stay active in the, in the, in the business? I mean, he's very big in the Middle East, so maybe he'll become a super iconic figure there. It's hard because we've had, we've had a big crossover of, of people in in Europe or Middle East that have become more relevant. Look at someone like Marcus Rule. Look at how popular he is, yeah. and he's networked now with the Urs and the people of he's such, got right? he's got the face to face for decades and he has it i think so i think i think it's a lot of individuals so i think to correct you yeah i believe you yes there's some truth to that but at the same time i think it's sean ray was always a worker yeah. you know kevin Levrone, you know he was i saw him like he traveled quite a bit and he's out there networking where's paul delette like he's running an organization now so yeah. he's out there but we don't see him yeah on the media channels as much, right? It's an individual thing. Yes. I think uh, I, I, I think some of the guys now that don't travel, I think they'll have a harder time long term because even like I don't even like looking on social media anymore. 
you know, five years from now, maybe we won't. Well, Ten years from now, we might you know, not. You're a little older now, man. And, yeah. you know, but these people, like, they're going to, a lot of them are going to pivot to beyond successful business, whether yeah, it's, I, I hope they like, you know, having their own business. I mean, yeah. it could be totally off. Could own a gym fitness. chain. Yeah. Could own anything. It could be construction. It could be home building. It could be mm-hmm. laying tile. And, I mean, we've seen it all happen. Yeah. They could become jewelers. I mean, there's a million people that could do many different things, yeah. right? It, it comes down to finding that person who you are. That's why I say, to go back to your original question, what do you like compared to back then as far as your prep mindset? My, it's it's way different. Yeah. And I'm not trying to be like, well, I'm doing it half-assed or whatever, but compared to what I did it, yeah, I'm doing it half-assed, you know, because number one, I'm not getting paid like a big dollar. I don't have contracts riding on it. I own a lot of my branding, right? So for me, I'm doing it. This is a self-achievement for 50. Yeah. And like I said, it's not going to stop on August 3rd. I'm, I'm going to keep going. So when is it going to stop? I don't know. You know our crazy schedule. Right now, guys, we just talked about this this morning, and Matt handled a lot of the booking. So from July 15th until the weekend after September 2nd, it's straight. I'm booked every single weekend. There's yes. not one weekend off. Yep. So, and that's not a big deal because I did that before, no. but this has been a, a little lenient travel schedule year for me. Like, yes. I'm home like Both this weekend. It's 4th of July this weekend. I'm home. Uh, besides the pandemic year, like, I'm home. I mean, yeah. and, and I'm enjoying it. I don't want to travel. <laughs> you know, it's so funny. I was thinking about this. I don't want to travel. So I, w- I was thinking about this throughout my life. Like, I've flown a lot. And I used to look forward to all the trips. I'd look at my calendar for many years and go, wow, I'm only, I only have three weekends off this whole year. And I'd be like, yes, I'm on the road. I'm busy. I'm making money. And that's what you want to do. And now you look back and you're like, shit, man, I got, I got 13 weeks straight. Like, how am I going to get through this? Because it's not the same, even though traveling is, there's more, we have more access to things. You got apps and you got food delivery companies. You got all these things that makes it easier Sometimes you once you I think the pandemic spoiled me a little bit and now I'm just like, you know how nice it is to stay in your own bed and wake up and just get in your normal routine and not airport, 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 fly here, 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 here. Cause even after yours through the second you know, through well, through September, I'm still I still got three weeks after September and then we're home for a weekend and then it's looking like it's not finalized. We're gonna be doing an international trip if it gets finalized for like four or five days. So then the rest of October could be chill besides your, don't you have a, a show? Yeah, end of, end of October. Yeah, so yeah. At, least, at least October, November won't be crazy. But this year overall has been a little, yeah, a little so, more so, so July 15th, Toledo, Ohio, 22nd, uh, Houston. Houston. The last weekend, 20th, 29th, Mexico City. Following weekend, we're in Anaheim, Anaheim. Fit Expo. Next weekend, I'm at the Cutler Classic, uh, Richmond, Virginia, and then uh, and then I'm off. I think that would yeah. And I go and to, we go to uh, Europe. Brian Shaw, yeah. I got the Shaw Classic that weekend. Then that next weekend, we go to the Masters Olympia. Yeah, where you're gonna you're and gonna, then I have uh, where you're gonna compete the Young LA event after that. So. What's that? I said where you're gonna compete. Yeah, <laughs> now I'm taking the shirt off. That's why, man. I so I'm under the gun. So I have six weeks from this weekend. So. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and next week, wow, I was just thinking about it. Next, no, next, no, we're home next week, and then I go to I go to international. I have an international trip, so we got a we got some we got some good stuff coming up. Not yeah, but the fe- the feedback's been really great. Uh, you know, a lot of people have kind of joined the fit four. I call it the fit four because everyone's bracket's different. And, uh, you know, it really just comes down to, like, the food and the training and the consistency. And, you know, I've, I'm in the, in, the, in the whole groove now, six meals a day. It's really difficult. But at any point during this, did you, did you ever look in the mirror and go, why did I do this? No. Like, let me get back up to, like, no, 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 no. It's got to be a little bit in your stomach, like, can I still do it? No, no, but I've, <laughs> I've gone in the gym, and I feel the arms getting a little fuller and, like, yeah. the pump, which I wasn't getting for a long time. And uh, I did think, I'll honestly think, I thought it was going to be a little easier to be truthful. Uh-huh. Like, I thought my body would be more responsive, but I did have the mishap the week we went to Tampa, and I had to go to L.A. for business and whatever else. It just... It kind of did sideline me a little bit. I was like yeah. three days without six meals a day. I was at like four meals. That put me back. Like the food is, it's yep. so necessary for me to keep training and stay consistent. Now, if someone would put a contract in front of you for the next 12 months and say, I'll give you a hundred grand a month to do it like you used to, would you? No, because we already talked about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, not compete, but just do the life like you did that strict. Or was it just miserable? Um, no, I mean, I think I'm going to stay doing it for a while, to be honest, without money. You're, I don't, you know what? You the, know, we, we, look at, we, look at, we look at monetization as too much these days. Yeah. I hate it. Like, oh, you know, you can make money on this outlet, this, this, this. It's just everything's turned into money, money, money. You got to think about the benefit that it gives people. Like, the, yeah. the whole... We talk about this all the time. It's why we started the podcast. It wasn't about like, no. think about it. Like we didn't make any money and whatever. And we're, we're just broke. like, you know what? People are, yeah. We're still, we're still like doing it because it like, every, you know, when you come over to me and like, oh, this guy just came over to me at the expo and like, oh, thank you so much for the podcast. You don't yeah. expect that. You no. know, no. you expect them when you win a contest to be like, oh, that motivates people or yeah. like maybe some con- post I put on Instagram, but when we do a podcast and we're both, both <laughs> shooting each other, like, <laughs> you yeah, know, and busting chops, like you never expect people to come over and be like, so appreciative. And I never sit and listen to us for more than 20 seconds. I never, you ex- know, I never expected getting like hate messages. No, you know, there's like, just, there's no, only like, a like people, people like, like you're talking, you're talking down to a legend, blah, 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 blah. Mm. Wait till I like, it's like, stop it. First, you're going to do nothing. Second, I'm going to bust his balls even more now. Yeah. <laughs> so but, just stop but it, it. But it's just been really cool. And that's one thing that, like I told, I tell everyone, that you never imagine you get to that status where you have that influence on people. And that's one thing about social media. Screw the monetization. Like, yes, everyone does it. But, like, these posts that you put out, the comments that you make, the likes, the follows, everything. It, it really means a lot to people. And that's yep. really what I love most. I love social media because of that. Do I feel sometimes it can be a bit draining because I'm constantly hands. doing content, right? Yeah. But at the same time, like we're sitting in the office today and uh, we actually have a bunch of questions we're going to go over um, because we. I thought, okay, what can we talk about today besides more of the Fit for 50 and 
you know, we always get into these conversations. We talk real estate or we talk business yeah. and we talk economy or I hate to say it. We talk politics, but we're not going to ever right. talk politics. Um, politics with, are stupid with what we think um, is going to happen, whatever else. But, you know, the truth is, is we have a lot of a lot of daily business that is just continuous and we really don't dig deep into it. I know some no. people want to see it, but the, the truth is, is like a lot of our followers follow us for the fitness side and yeah. they like to know the ins and outs. I wish I had more gossip that we could get on here and talk about that might excite people. I mean, we seem to talk about like building for the Olympia and, and like you know, who's you, coming up. And you said you saw Nick Walker the day was he's massive. massive. He's, he's massive. I mean, I know Andrew Jack's looking really good. I see yeah. Hunter's looking amazing. Hunter's, yeah. I mean, yeah. So I did, well, it was Regan's birthday the other night. And okay, I took him so, out to dinner for his birthday. And he's, he's huge. Still, I mean, he's, you know, mid 290s still hovering as he slowly comes down in weight. And we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what it looks like once he once he peels it off. But, but we uh, we tend to touch on a lot of things. Yeah. But, you know, you, you got your feedback's important. So we're going to answer some questions that yeah. have been hit with us a few. And we'll kind of work around those questions, like maybe get dragged on a couple more than others. But. You know, we, we thank you guys for the questions, the engagement, obviously the concern always. And, uh, you know, of course, first of all, just following along because, you know, we couldn't have done it without you guys. So, so one of the first questions was, what made you do the Fit for 50? We've talked about it a lot, but was there a particular reason why? Because I wasn't happy with the way I looked. Mm -hmm. Like, I, like well, number one, it was a ten, it's a 10-year anniversary since I last competed. And to be honest, I talk about this a lot. For 2013, I think I was downsized a little bit, but I really liked the look that I had because I had lost a lot of size when I thought I was retiring and I came back to compete after an injury and downsizing and living like a different life, you know, going through the divorce and all that stuff um, in different, you know, I was living different place, you know, for a year or two, but uh, I wanted to do something to challenge myself and to also gather my online community and maybe give them some motivation say, you know what? I'm doing this for no reason until people start throwing money at us. Right. Yeah. Uh, I'm doing this for myself. Mm -hmm. So why shouldn't you do this for yourself? So that's, that's the ultimate thing is like, I just wasn't happy with the way I looked. You're investing in your health. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, why yeah. not transform my body? I just, like I said, I wasn't sure on what I, how I wanted to do it or what I, what I wanted to look like. I just want to be leaner and more muscular looking at the end of it. So the next question would be, why are you not competing at the Masters Olympia? I wouldn't want to embarrass myself. What I look like with a t-shirt and what I'm going to look like ripping my shirt off on stage, hitting the good poses. It's just, you know, you were there. I mean, let's, yeah. let's be honest. I mean, you know, you know what it is? You know, the lats, like, like, my lats yeah. aren't there, right? I mean, talk about that a little bit because you watched me pose last I, week. I saw you pose. And, and look, you, you, can, you can see what once was there. Yes. But as someone ages, the muscle morphs a little bit. And but you, but like the even when like when I hit the back double, like it's, lo the, the, it's the, loose, it's, right? Your, your skin isn't as tight because you got to remember, yeah. if you were this big at one point, yeah, and you're no longer this big, that skin is not gonna suck back down exactly yeah. how tight it was when you were 300 pounds. I mean, you were like, oh, your hamstrings are shredded. No, like, your, your you hamstrings know? are shredded. Your 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 your. I'll have I well, like I could get glutes and stuff now, I'm sure like you no could. problem because my legs are phenomenal. But the truth is, is like. Just the shoulders aren't yes. as full. The shoulders aren't there. The biceps aren't yeah. there. But you could look at you and go, I can see 
what it once was. Yes. It's it's there, but it's not there. But it's the easiest way for me to describe it. If someone asked me, it would you going up and competing now would be just like when Jordan went and played for the Wizards. People see it and go, oh, he's still good, but that's not the Jordan no, that played. No. Yeah. It's not. It, yeah. It's not. It would be as much as people would love to see it, it would be a ding because you're going to stand next to guys just like Jordan played against active guys. You're going to stand next to guys who are doing the Olympia now still. And like, it's just not a – you just – Like a Phil Klahar. Or, of course, or, dude. Phil Klahar almost or won an open show Or even – um, you know, let's. I mean, I know he's like Kamal's doing the two twelve, yeah. right? But I mean, guys like him who just competed to you know last year. Josh Lenardowitz is doing. Oh it. yeah, I mean course, he was. Yeah. I mean he's. I mean these are these, these guys aren't forty nine. No, some of them, you no. know. And you you had like you said you had some injuries. Yeah. And there's a big difference between someone who has trained for if you would have been training like Kai Green does. For the Why last isn't decade. he doing it? Is the question? I have no because idea. let's talk about that. We just saw him guest pose in India, right? Did you see it? I have no idea why he's not doing it. Because <laughs> I'm. I wonder sad. how he would look if he leaned down. Though is the question. Know. You know that I, I don't know. I mean, who knows? He's I mean, got to be. I mean, he's got to be in his like forty seven. Right, he's in his upper forties. I don't know exactly. Yeah, I think he was. I think he's forty eight, forty seven, somewhere in there. I mean, obviously, he looks crazy. We should find out from him. Kai Green, why aren't you doing it? Yeah, Kai Green, why aren't you doing the Olympia, the Masters Olympia? You know, I don't know. I, I would assume he wouldn't do it because he wanted the regular Olympia. Yeah, well, why doesn't he do that later, you know? <laughs> Who knows how he could look at next to these guys nowadays. Um, do you have any new flavors coming for Cutler Nutrition? I do. I'm working on um, – so I have a new protein flavor that I'm kind of testing out a monster cookie okay. uh, that I've kind of approved now, but I have uh, I have uh, Generate, which is coming in Pina Colada. And I've um, got some new Prevail flavors, actually, that I'm working on right now. We just launched Tropical Punch, which is out of this world. Um, but I have a couple new products I'm working on, like a carnitine product and more essential-type products, too, health products. Okay. Um, any tips to late-night food cravings? Big, that's a very common question, you know. I just I, I every, Everyone gets the late-night cravings. What do you get when you just call... In an Alberta, or <laughs> no, because you can't. You <laughs> yeah, have to yeah. drive there. No, <laughs> that's I, so, the only so, thing so, I hate so about it. So someone's trying to. Yeah, I know they, they don't deliver. <laughs> they don't deliver. So In and Out's a burger place here, and uh, <laughs> they don't do delivery. I don't even think they DoorDash it. No, they don't. Larry, they DoorDash um, In and no. Out. No, no. Um, you have to get habit. <laughs> so, so my to fill my sugar cravings because usually it's a sweet tooth, especially when you get start getting super like depleted with calories. Sugar-free Jello is really good. Um, I tend to drink a lot, and also salads, like eating like salads or eating sugar-free popsicles, like that's usually my cravings. Um, but the sugar-free Jello, for sure. Even if you want to put on some yep. of your uh, sugar-free, fat-free whipped cream, I mean that's an option too. I wouldn't go crazy because you can't sit there and eat pack after pack. But usually, if you make one thing a Jello and eat like half the. Uh-huh. It's it's filling enough and it I used kind of to, calms the f- sweet tooth a little bit. I used to take egg whites and then I would just put cinnamon on them mm-hmm. and then just like some like that butter spray and it just it just got yeah. Really the problem good. is though, there's probably a little more calories because protein yeah. and whatever else, yeah. but probably snack is just like like lower calorie things. Next question: Did Jay use a log in his prime? I did. Where I did. is it? I'm, Why don't we sell that thing? I should compare mine to Milos's. Why don't we sell it? 
See, the difference between mine, my log is mine's all nutrition and training, and Milos is all gear. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to have to come on and defend himself. Oh, um, I'm going to make this yeah. a reel, and I'm going to so, tag him. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I used to have, like, these um, these little uh, books, you know, these uh, notebooks, and I would have each show. They're in my mom's uh, attic, actually, with all the magazines. We I should get them back, and you Pretty should cool. put I something should, out. Yeah, I could put them out. Yeah. Um, but today, you know, your phone, I mean, this is, this has your notepad in it. So like when I want to do like, if I probably could go in my notes section right now. Let me see. Hold on. I guarantee I have something in here that I could actually, I could show on here. You have your gear usage on there? Uh, no, but I have, um, <laughs> like here's a task. It says on one thirteen, order 4286, send a free cup. That's uh, but I have I had other stuff in here. Um, I had like um training and stuff like exercises. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that's that's so I usually do it in my notes section. But you can do that now instead of writing the stuff down. I mean, who writes stuff down these days besides uh, you you English? do no you just write no just I write no I'm saying but who like do you see people in the gym doing logbooks no. anymore now they're in their their phones you know whatever. what's crazy every once in a while I have to write something out. And you know how hard it is to write? Like your hand hurts. Because you got to think our whole life, all we would do is write, write, write. You don't write it. Everything's typed now. So you start writing and you get like six sentences my, in. You're like, my hand my, hurts. No, it's my penmanship's not good. Well, you just scribble. Yeah, you don't no, know because You know what's funny is when I, I can read it, no one could ever read what I wrote. People ask me all the time. You know, I, I write pictures and I write to so-and-so, train hard eat big or whatever, and I sign it, Jay Cutler, four-time Mr. Olympia. Do you know how many people send that to me and say, what did it say? Larry, do you remember how many people used to ask who, what I wrote on the posters? Because they can't even read it. I said, it says train hard. Can you imagine they couldn't even read that? <laughs> That's how bad it is. What are your thoughts about the younger generation talking so openly with anabolic use? Man, that's a, that's a huge topic. Yes, it is. Uh I did a Greg Doucette interview. It's probably the only one that I really talked about, mm-hmm. like, you know, kind of got into usages, like usage. And, you know, I'll mention it a lot, like whether, you know, what I'm taking for TRT. and You know, everyone thinks that there's a lot of things outside of that are being used, which is not the case. But uh, I don't know. I don't like it. I don't either. I don't like it because... Before we were, first of all, contracted by many different endorsement deals. And I, I believe that no, no one that endorses something, especially if it's, you know, products or whatever else, you know, they need to be careful when they talk about this. And I'm sure you'll give more reasons why. It's probably not the greatest idea. But no. it kind of sets you up for a lot of exposure, if that makes sense. Unnecessary exposure. Yeah. I look at it negative from three ways. One, you have to remember not grown adults all watched media. Mm-hmm. There are younger people that watch this. That are yes. a lot. Yeah. If you are a grown man or a grown woman and you choose to do this, that is something you're choosing to do as an adult. It's not going to affect you the same way as if you are underage. So these young kids nowadays think they need this to be successful, but the reality is... Some of the greatest very of all naive, time. These, yes. You know. Some of the greatest of all time didn't cross that line until they already achieved some level of success. Yes. They did it 
that's they that's push one themselves way. naturally as as far as they far, can. Yeah. The second thing is almost every contract that I've ever seen, there's a clause in there that talks about embarrassing the company, breaking the law. Uh, even some even say you can't consume alcohol, you can't do anything risky. And if you're out there talking openly about this, no extreme sports. Yeah, yeah, they don't. They, you don't realize it. Just because you can talk about it, and just because you can go get it, it's still a scheduled three narcotic. It is still a crime. It is a federal. It is a felony to possess one milliliter of this stuff without a prescription. And in America, legally, there's only five or six things that a, an actual medical doctor can prescribe to you, whether you have AIDS or hypogonadism or you have a, a blood deficiency, um, you need to increase your, your T cells. So there's, there's only a couple things they can really prescribe. So the things that these guys are talking about a lot of times, these aren't things that you can even legally get unless you are a, a, a mm -hmm. cow or a horse. And the guys that are talking openly about this, they're just – they're asking for unnecessary attention that if you're, if you are just, if you're just a guy that's an Instagrammer or whatever, whatever, that's fine. If that's what you want to do. But if you are a pro and you have, I mean, imagine like, look, we're sponsored by Celsius. Imagine if you're an athlete and something comes out and this is a publicly traded company and an athlete is now indoor is talking about their, their illegal drug use. I remember years ago, you, I'm, people probably wouldn't know this, but we were trying to work on a deal for you. This was in like 07 to get a Nike product placement deal because they would not sign an athlete. And my lawyer actually was the lawyer for the NFLPA and he had all these contacts with Nike and they said we could never sign somebody because of the drug use. Now these guys talk about it openly. So I just, I think it, I think it's a bad look. That doesn't mean that you can't talk about it amongst your friends or if you have a private paid a patreon or something you want to talk about it where it's hey you got to be 18 to come in i get that but just to blatantly just talk about it like I'll, I'll turn on some of these podcasts and some of these guys are like oh i'm taking x amount of this and this and this and this and this and i'm like why are you doing that yeah like i mean some some people it's just what they do on their like yeah it's what they're known for and it's just something that i wouldn't have done when i was a top level guy and like i i when i was kind of reminiscing about you know what we kind of did for protocol you remember the team i had around me of course i mean you know what we did in bodybuilding i mean obviously is outside of what they call t it's just funny everyone says i'm on trt now but they seem to be on their own trt yeah. right trt they, nowadays is it, what a, like full cycle I, was I years see, ago yeah well i see a doctor but <laughs> i mean no wait you they're doing their own meaning like yeah they're getting their own supply you know it's just not it's, it's not, not the, the right thing yeah you'll you'll hear guys on I'm on this TRT. I'm only taking this and this. And this. I'm like, no, that, that's not what TRT. No, the, the thing is you got to constantly go and have your body test. Yes. And, like I just know. got my blood work back and yeah. my testosterone was a lot lower than it should be. Yeah. And I've been you know, having a certain amount. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, maybe I need to, you know, but yeah. you, let the, you let the medical professionals do that once you hit a certain age because you're not playing Russian roulette. Um, when you did double split training, did you focus on weaker body parts in the morning or afternoon? You know, it's kind of funny. I just kind of did, like, I'm going to say quads and hamstrings, for example. Like, my hamstrings were, were weaker, so I did hamstrings before quads. But I still, even when I train them together now, I do hamstrings before I do my quads. But if I was training chest and biceps, 
I would do chest in the morning and biceps. And so I, I kind of went back and forth. I didn't, I didn't, I considered my arms weaker than my chest. Uh, so I put, you know, I just, whatever I felt like more energetic, mm-hmm. I put that body part like that needed more exertion was usually my morning workout, if that makes sense. With obviously quads I did in the afternoon because I didn't need the quad work as much as I needed hamstrings. Yeah. How did you do fast? How do you do fasted cardio eating seven meals a day? I don't understand the question. <laughs> how do you? I get up. Do fa- I get up in the morning mm-hmm. on an empty stomach. That's fasted cardio. Yes. And I do one hour, and then I. Eat right away, eat my first meal, and then I roll with it the rest of the day. So I, I just have to make sure I wake up early enough. Mm-hmm. I think what they're asking is, how do you fit in seven meals and still do fast yeah. cardio in the morning? I do have to get up an hour early than what I did yeah. three weeks ago. Because if you're eating every three hours, well, you're probably eating less. Every, every two and a half hours. Two and a half. Two, two so and a half hours. I mean, I find myself now, to be honest, two hours. Yeah. Like I'm counting. Because you're I'm hungry right now. Like when, as soon as we finish, I'm Are you going to get a know? burger or what? No, no, no. <laughs> I just watched you eat two wraps. I'm kind of I jealous, ate one. You know? <laughs> you ate, still you there. Ate two, yeah. Listen, they had a 50% <laughs> off deal, so I heard three. <laughs> so I do have to get up. I schedule. It's just like anything. If you work a job or when you train for a show, that's why you need to give yourself, mm-hmm. like, say, okay, I can, in these next three or four months, dedicate, eat, sleep, and train mm-hmm. around my job, my lifestyle, my social life my kids whatever you need to be able to fit it in mm-hmm. so coordinate everything let's see a 50 i'm a 53 year old plumber and want to start working out what simple what simple mixable drinks should i start with why does that have to be pro, mixable? Pro, i think pro, i think protein mm-hmm. aminos essentials uh creatine for sure mm-hmm. um I mean, we have I would, a creatine question coming. Up. I'd have a, I'd have a pre, I'd have a, you know, some sort of pre workout that's usable. But number one, I think protein and aminos, the for sure, mm-hmm. would be the first two products I would definitely look at purchasing. Is there my my question to that would be, why does it? Why is there a reason that you're trying to have mixable drinks? Why is there a reason? Do you like? Are you not getting enough food down? Are you having a hard time? Like, maybe, I guess maybe, maybe, but. But I think, you know, yeah, you just, um, supplementation, a lot of them come as mix, mixed powders now, unless they're like actual drinks. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would focus uh, on, you know, pre-workout, aminos, protein, and creatine. So the next question is actually about creatine. Mm-hmm. It's like a three-part question. Is creatine the single best supplement to grow muscles? How much is the optimum use? And should I use it while I'm cutting? It's like three questions. I think five grams. I would take it either before, during, or after training. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you can split it. You know, I mean, maximum ten grams, maybe. But uh, I think it's the most most long researched product that's yeah. very great for giving yourself more strength, um, recovery, muscle fullness. Remember, it's about you know keeping muscles like full and getting your ATP output out of your muscle the most, you know? So I think uh, it's definitely beneficial. And uh, what's the other question? What's the part of it? It says, um, let's see, uh, should I use it while cutting? You can, yeah. I mean, I, I would cut it out the last couple of weeks before a contest because you will maybe retain a little bit of water. I cut out any supplements a couple of weeks out. 
Do you think that if someone's eating a ton of red meat, because you get creatine, yeah, do you naturally. think you still need I, it? I think you'd, need, you'd have to eat a lot of red meat, to be yeah. honest. I don't think normal people eat that much. Yeah. But definitely create, if, if I was trying to put on muscle um, and have some sort of strength routine or athletic routine, I would definitely focus on getting a creatine product. Okay. Do you sell it? Yes. Well, yeah. so you go buy it from Color yeah. Nutrition. Yeah. It's Code Jay Cutler. Will. Use Code Cutler on the website. What's the percent? 15 off. Why don't you give me No, more? no. 20, 20. 20, actually. That's yeah. not bad. That's okay. only on the website. The last question for today. When you say you eat six meals a day, how many totally cal- how many total calories are you consuming? I have no idea. <laughs> I've never counted calories. I would say about well, 3,500 3, maybe. So yeah. I, I'm eating right now about 300 grams of protein a day and then maybe like three to 500 grams of carbs. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there's fat in the, in the meats that I eat, the chicken, steak, couple whole eggs in the morning um sometimes having avocado in there or almond butter or whatever um i would stay say around that i think i was eating double when i was trying to get bigger so i was over six uh but i would say about 3500 calories but i like i said about 300 grams of protein maybe 320 and then uh between three and 500 grams and when i say that broad range on legs like yesterday more carbs than I did the day before, which was arms. I did legs yesterday. I haven't even trained yet today, so I don't even know if I'm instinctively going through my routine today to figure out if I'm going to train. But I'm liking training later in the day. Mm-hmm. I know you don't like doing that, but I love training late. I feel like after four or five meals, I'm just... I, my, you know what's weird? The best progress I've ever gotten in my life and was either right away in the morning or at night. When I first moved to Vegas in 2013, I used to go train at midnight and one in the morning because one, they didn't have all these cool gyms like we have now. They had LVAC and the Golds. I, I think the Golds was just going out around that time. So if you wanted to go train at LVAC, if you went any time during the day, there was like 5,000 people in there. You couldn't move. But if I'd go in at midnight 3, or 3,000 a day, they say pastors or clubs. <laughs> That's crazy. So when I would go at night, it would still be busy. It wasn't empty. Like we go to gyms now at 10 o'clock and they're empty. It was still busy, but it, w- it was tolerable. You I wouldn't went, have to wait. I went last night, bro. I got there at 8.30 and it was absolutely packed. I went to LVAC on Rainbow last night. What a dumpy gym that is, huh? You saw? Oh, that I took with the kids. I went and did cardio last night so at EOS. And it, it was, was super busy, but you know what's funny is I... You know, I always think that I'm training when I go to Kilo Club or yeah. I'm trained at the new Fit Club. Um, like some of this new equipment's so good, right? Yeah. Like the squat machine and all that. Dude, I got on a couple pieces of leg equipment there the old that school. I haven't used in a long time. And oh my gosh, my legs are so sore already today, <laughs> which means tomorrow they're going to be even worse. But you forget because it's yeah. just hitting certain fibers like that. I, mean, I text Mark a message last night because, you know, he was texting. I, I took a picture of LVAC, and I said, dude, like I never left, you know, because yeah. I got this nostalgic feeling of like course. 09 that was when I was training, grounds. when I, I took all my pictures there and everything. And, Larry, you remember 2013, we filmed, you know, uh, Living Large and all that stuff there. So it's, it brought back, a, like, a lot of, like, a good feel. Like, sometimes you get this euphoria from, like, some people take drugs to do it, but uh, I had this like feeling like, man, okay, I'm back in it a little bit. So I'm wondering if I'll go back tonight because I felt so good about. You'll go being later. There. 
Yeah, but, so many people. But, you know, they said, oh, I ran into someone when I first got there. said, it's packed until 10. 9.30, it was pretty much cleared out. Yeah. So, but some of the equipment was broken. It's kind of funny because back then the gym was so brand new. Like I was training there yeah. like 09 and into 13 that everything was brand new. It was the best of the best. Now yeah. I'm like looking at this stuff. I'm like, man, this stuff's like kind of old. And <laughs> yeah, there were some things that were broken at the time. And so I went, I went and did cardio last night at like eight, text me, 830 yeah. or nine. Yeah. And I'm like, the, the, there's an EOS by my house that the, the cardio is in a certain area and to the left is where all the weights are. And I'm doing cardio. I'm looking over, and I'm watching people stand in line. There's like equipment. there's like a lat yeah. pull down, and there's five people deep. This person goes, and then this person comes in, puts the pin, goes to the back, and I'm like, I could never do that. You know, I I just yeah. There were people waiting. I was using stuff. I like had to go upstairs because all the leg equipment was taken on the bottom floor, and I went upstairs, and it wasn't super crowded. But I saw people come behind me that were waiting and. You just don't not used to that when you train at oh. these gyms that I go to when it's super quiet. And yeah, I kind of like my peace and then like running into people. Oh, I haven't seen you here for so long. I said, yeah, I go to, go to like more of private facilities and you know as as I took one picture, it turned into the next and whatever. And you know, I was it's okay, I was though. a man of the people last night. So yeah. you know, I think if I showed face more, it wouldn't be as much. But it did bring back a kind of a good feeling, and it just goes to show like you think you're on the best equipment, but. That's why I tell everyone if you can or if you have the ability to switch up your training, that people that don't train at home, you know, try different things sometimes. You know, if you want to travel, like if training is a big part of your life, which I feel a lot of our viewers and listeners, they really enjoy like the fitness workouts. I think, you know, touring around and training at different facilities, if even, you know, on the weekends back in Mass, like we used to travel to different gyms to train legs. And sometimes we drive an hour, you know, two hours. We go up to Maine or go to New Hampshire or wherever else. You know, we go into Boston to train at different facilities because it's just good to get a variety. You know, you get to use the same routine all the time, you're going to get the same old results. Yeah. I just, I was just thinking about, I, I trained at this gym in Florida when I was 20. And it was, it, it couldn't have been bigger than this room. And they had like regular benches. They had a squat rack and they had dumbbells. So when you do a chest, you would take the, the bench and go put it in the squat rack and move the thing around. Mm -hmm. You do flat bench, then you'd lift it up, you do incline, then you take that thing, roll it out, and then you do dumbbell flat, dumbbell incline, and then dumbbell fly, regular fly, mm -hmm. and that was what you could do. They didn't have all these cool machines that, that twist your hands and this, like you had to grab a f free weight and figure out a way to move it. Yeah. And you had to build a little contraption to do it. It wasn't, it wasn't as, it was a lot harder to train then, but you know, you know, I still kind of miss it a little bit. It's funny you kind of think back to the things that created this for yeah. you because I know you're going through it right now a little bit with your shoulder and stuff, yeah. and you've been really focused on the cardio, though, so I'm asking you now because you couldn't do the Fit4 challenge. No. no but, um, buddy, how is, your, how is your body adapting now because I – you know, you're sending me videos. You're doing two sessions of cardio yeah. some days. Do you do it out of? Do you do it out of uh, stress? Like, it does it? You think it helps with your stress doing another cardio session? Like, for you to go to the gym twice in one day just to do cardio? Yeah, it's kind of weird. Why? I, I think it's more. You know, look, I, I I work from home. I always have. So you want to get out of the house? Then. And and I've noticed. Look, I have a treadmill in my garage. And I have a bike in my garage. I got a 70-inch TV down there. I can, I can do it there. 
But there's something about me forcing myself to get up and leave that changes my my work attitude. Because right when I come back at 6.30 in the morning, I'm on Zoom calls usually. So it just, it kind of gets me going a little bit more mentally than anything. You understand why I never opened a gym. Yeah. Because then you, yeah, of course. I mean, I just, and I'm, we talk about this all the time. Yeah. Jay Cutler could have the most crazy home gym. And yeah. people say this all, I mean, I have my little workout stuff in yeah. the garage, right? I want to get out and, and yeah. train. I want to yeah. get out and I want to go to a busy gym once in a while. I want to go to a quiet gym once. So I want to yeah. get on different. I just said, you know, I different have the same equipment. equipment. Yes. It's, it's sometimes it's good to get out and witness environment. Not be isolated. So much. yes. Yeah. And that's one thing bodybuilding for, remember for 20 years on the top, top level, I secluded myself and zoned in and I lived in that box. I say it all the time. So now yeah. I don't want to be in a box. I feel like I'm, I'm in a bigger box right now because yeah. I have this vision and I'm in this tunnel to working towards the goal, but I don't want it to be like so yeah. tight like it yeah. was. There are there are times when it's it's good to be able to have something that's that's especially if you have a crazy busy day and you're like, I don't got time to drive somewhere. I don't. You know it's crazy. I could train there too. But it's, it's so busy, I don't want to. I'm not motivated to train there, just cardio. So I was on my way driving to the gym, and I was in my self-driving Tesla, by the way. And I was, nice. texting, I was texting yeah. Big Swole, you know, yeah. Big Ryan. You know Big Swole. And I said, hey, what is the best leg gym in Las Vegas? Because I know he's popping to all the gyms right now. I have an opinion. Well, he told me. He goes, hmm, good question. And he said, uh, elevation is, is like been his Thursday place. And I said, uh, hmm, okay. And he goes, I haven't tried torture yet. Okay. So he threw that out there. And then he said, I said, oh, you know, something. And he goes, LVAC Sahara so, is one, one of my favorite places. <laughs> yes, yes. Maryland's the same, by the way. The yeah. look. But he did throw at the Sahara yep. because of the that back leg room it's and that got was the Dennis room. Wolf was training there all yep. the time. Uh, it's just a little further for me. And I thought about going there last night because yeah. it was legs. And I'm like, and it was so funny when he said that because I'm like, damn, I was just driving to there and I went to the one on rainbow, which was yeah. close to my house. Um, but it just goes to show like I wanted his opinion, but that's how much my mind got into the workout. Yeah. And I was like, man, let me ask like someone that's now pretty into it. What's the big best leg equipment? But he did throw out he wanted to get into torture. He just Yeah. I think I think most I think most of the gyms in town, they all have really good leg equipment. Yeah. It just depends on like like you said, the the LVAC on Sahara. It's got all that old school clanging metal weights and it just it, it's just a little different when you walk because it's just a leg room and it yeah. it probably gives you that old Well, it's you know, it's I'm not yeah. gonna I'm not how can I say this? It's like a it's like a sweat box type yeah. back room. It's not like clean, super clean. Mm -hmm. Not that it's a, it's crappy, but it's like you you get in there and people are just training, right? Yeah. There's a squat racks and there's swings. That one's not as busy as the other ones. I think it's because it's not on like a freeway where it's yeah. easy accessible. Yeah, it's in the mid dead center of the city almost. So that know. one that one's more, uh, 
more more. So Sahara yeah. LVAC. If you guys are coming, want to do legs in Las yeah. Vegas, but uh, is there anything out like kind of where Atomics is? Is there any good gyms out there? Yeah, way? they just opened an LVAC right Did there. They? Okay. Yeah. What is that LVAC in Henderson? That new one. Where is that located? Galleria. Yeah. Okay. They just opened. Yeah. Yeah, because I was going to say I don't. I know there's a lot of people that live down there, like towards uh, uh, what's it called the Hoover Dam. Yeah, I'm waiting for them to open one. I think between the Flamingo and Eastern. What do you think, Larry? Don't you think that would be a good location for like where Durango? Like, I guess that's pretty close to Flamingo, but. Yeah, Decatur, that area, that would be a good location because it's kind of in between, right? Still this side of the strip. Yeah. All right, we'll do. We're going to wrap it up. Yeah. Uh, we appreciate all the questions, guys. We'll do another one of these questions and, uh, you know, make sure you guys chime in a little bit on any thought process. You agree, disagree, and, uh, you know, tell us your thoughts a little bit. But uh, we'll get, keep you guys updated. Uh, we'll be back again uh, next week for another episode. But for episode 81, we are out with six weeks.